Hello and welcome to the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. This is the podcast where I, Wesley Costco, will be reading a portion of the Bible day by day throughout the 2017 year. I will be reading from the Orthodox Study Bible. The Old Testament is translated from the Greek texts of the Septuagint, including the Deuterocanon, and the New Testament is from the New King James Version. Although I am using the Orthodox Study Bible, I will not be interpreting the Bible, simply reading. I am only a lay person, not a member of the clergy. Now, let's get started for Day 192 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year Podcast. Today we'll be reading from the first book of Maccabees, chapter 3, verse 42, through chapter 4, verse 61, the Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 10 through 16, and Acts, chapter 16, verses 19 through 40. Let us begin with the first book of Maccabees, chapter 3, verse 42. Now Judas and his brothers saw that evil events were increasing and the armies were encamped at their borders. They learned also the words of the king which he ordered to bring destruction and annihilation on the people. So each man said to his neighbor, Let us repair the ruin of our people and battle for our people and the sanctuary. Then the assembly gathered to prepare for battle and to pray and ask God for mercy and compassion. Jerusalem was uninhabited like a desert. No one brought products in or took them out, and the sanctuary had been trampled down. The sons of foreigners were in the citadel, a lodging place for the Gentiles. Gladness was taken from Jacob, and flute and harp played no more. They assembled and went into Mizpah opposite Jerusalem, because a at a former time, Mizpah was a place for prayer in Israel. They fasted on that day and put on sackcloth, sprinkled ashes on their head, and tore their garments. They opened the book of the law to look in those into those matters about which the Gentiles consulted the likeness of their idols. They also carried the priestly garments and the first fruits and the tithe, and they stirred up the Nazarite, Nazarites who had finished their days. Then they cried aloud to heaven, saying, What do we do with these, and where will we take them? Your sanctuary had, has been trampled down and defiled, and your priests are in mourning and humiliated. Behold, the Gentiles have gathered against us to destroy us. You know what they planned against us, how we will be able to stand against them if you will not help us. How will we be able to stand against them if you will not help us? Then they blew the trumpets and cried out with a loud shout. After this, Judas appointed rulers for the people, leaders for thousands and hundreds and fifties and tens. He ordered those who were building houses or were betrothed to women or were growing vineyards or were, or were afraid to return each one to his own home according to the law. Then the army departed and set up camp south of Emmaus. Judas said to them, Be ready at dawn to fight with these Gentiles who have gathered against us to destroy us and our sanctuary, for it is better for us to die in war than to look upon the evils the Gentiles would bring to us and the sanctuary. But as God's will is in heaven, so he will do. First book of Maccabees, chapter 4. Then Gorgias took five thousand men and a thousand choice cavalry, and the army marched out by night to descend upon the camp of the Judeans and strike them suddenly. Young men from the citadel served as his guides, but Judas got word of it, and he and his soldiers marched out to strike the king's army in Emmaus. 
while his forces were dispersed from the camp, when Gorgias came into the camp of Judas at night, he found no one. So he sought them in the mountains, saying, These are fleeing from us. At first light, Judas was seen on the plain with 3,000 men, but they did not have armor and swords as they wished. They saw the Gentiles' camp with strong fortification and surrounded by cavalry trained for battle. But Judas said to his men, Do not be afraid of their numbers or their, of their attack. Remember how our fathers were saved in the Red Sea when Pharaoh pursued them with his army? So now let us cry out to heaven to see if the Lord will be with us and remember the covenant of our fathers and crush these forces before us this day. Then all the nations will know that he is the Redeemer and Savior of Israel. So the Gentiles lifted their eyes and saw them coming opposite them, and they departed from their camp and went into battle. Then those with Judas sounded the trumpets. Thus they met, and the foreigners were crushed, fleeing into the plain. All those remaining fell by the sword. They pursued them as far as Gazara, and as far as the plain of Idumea and Azotus and Jamnia, and about three thousand of their men fell. Then Judas and his army returned from pursuing them, and he said to the people, Do not desire the spoils, for the battle is before us. Gorgias and his army are in the mountain nearby, but stand firm before our enemies and battle them, and afterwards take the spoils boldly. While Judas was finishing these words, an enemy detachment was seen peeping out from the mountains, and they saw that their army had been put to flight. And they saw that their army had been put to flight, and that the Judeans had set their camp on fire, for the smoke that was seen revealed what had happened. When they became aware of this, they were very afraid, and when they observed the forces of Judas prepared for battle in the plain, they fled to the region of the Philistines. Judas returned to take spoils from their camp, and they took massive amounts of gold and silver and cloth dyed blue and purple and abundant wealth. As they returned from battle, they sang hymns and blessed heaven, because the Lord is good, for his mercy endures forever. Thus Great deliverance happened to Israel on that day, but all the Gentiles who escaped went and reported to Lysias everything that had happened. When he had heard this, he was bewildered and disheartened, because things had not happened to Israel as he wished, and had not turned out as the king commanded him. The following year, Lysias recruited 60,000 chosen men and 50,000 cavalry so he could fight them. Then he came to Idumea and camped in Beth Zur, and Judas met them there with ten thousand soldiers. When he saw their mighty camp, he prayed and said, Blessed are you, O Savior of Israel, who stopped the attack of the giant warrior by the hand of your servant David, and delivered the Philistines' camp into the hands of Jonathan, the son of Saul, his armor-bearer. Even so, besiege this camp by the hand of your people Israel, and let these enemies be ashamed of their army and cavalry. Put cowardice in them, and melt the boldness of their might, and let them be shaken by their defeat. Cast them down with the sword of those who love you, and let all men who know your name give praise to you with hymns. And then they attacked one another, and five thousand men from the camp of Lysias fell, and some fell from the opposite side. When Lysias saw the turn of events for his troops, and the courage shown by those of Judas, 
and how they were prepared either to live or to die bravely, he returned to Antioch and recruited mercenaries to again invade Judea with an even greater force. So Judas and his brothers with him said, Behold, our foes have been crushed. Let us go up to purify the sanctuary and renew it. Thus the entire camp gathered and ascended to Mount Zion. They saw there the sanctuary deserted, the altar desecrated, and the doors burned down. In the courtyard they found that bushes had grown up as in a wooded area or on one of the mountains. They also saw priests' quarters in ruins. They tore their garments and lamented greatly and sprinkled themselves with ashes. They fell on their faces on the earth, sounded the signal on the trumpets, and cried to heaven. Then Judas ordered his men to fight those in the citadel until he purified the sanctuary. He chose righteous priests devoted to the law. They purified the sanctuary and carried the defiled stones to an unclean place. And they discussed what they should do with the altar of whole burnt offerings, which had been desecrated. It seemed to them the best plan was to tear it down so it would not be a reproach to them because the Gentiles had corrupted it. So they tore down the altar. They also stacked the stones in an appropriate location on the temple hill until a prophet would come and tell what should be done with them. And then they took uncut stones according to the law and constructed a new altar like the one before. They also repaired the sanctuary and the inside of the temple and consecrated the courtyards. They made new holy vessels and carried the lampstand, the altar of incense, and the table into the temple. And they burnt incense on the altar and lit the t- and lit the lights on the lampstands, and these gave light inside the temple. Then they set bread on the table, hung the curtains, and completed all the tasks they had begun. They rose early on the morning of the twenty-fifth day of the ninth month, which is the month of Chislev, in the one hundred and forty-eighth year, and offered sacrifice according to the law on the new altar of whole burnt offerings, which they made. It was consecrated with songs and harps and lutes and cymbals at the time, and on the day of the Gentiles had desecrated it. All the people fell down and worshipped and blessed heaven, which had prospered them. They celebrated the consecration of the altar for eight days, and they offered whole burnt offerings with gladness, and the sacrifice of a peace offering and a thank offering. They also adorned the face of the temple with crowns of gold and small shields, and restored the gates and the priests' quarters and installed doors. There was great gladness among the people, and the disgrace of the Gentiles was removed. Then Judas and his brothers and the congregation of Israel decided that each year at the time the days of the consecration of the altar should be observed with joy and gladness for eight full days beginning on the 25th of the month of Chislev. At this time they also built high walls and strong towers around Mount Zion, lest the Gentiles come and destroy these things as they had done before. Then he stationed an army there to guard it, and he fortified the town of Beth Zur, so the people would have a fortress that faced Idumea. Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 10. For if wisdom comes into your mind, and the perception in your soul seems to be good, then good counsel will guard you, and holy thinking will keep you, that it might rescue you that it might rescue you from an evil way and from a man who speaks nothing trustworthy. Woe to those who forsake the path of uprightness so they may walk in the ways of darkness, who delight in evils and rejoice in evil perversion, whose ways are crooked and their paths devious, so they may cause you to be far from the straight way and a stranger to righteous judgment. Acts chapter 16, verse 19. But when her master saw 
that her hope of profit was gone. They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities, and they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city, and they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Then the multitude rose up together against him, And the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakened from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes, and immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, before them, and he rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. And when it was day, the magistrate sent the officers, saying, Let those men go. So the keeper of the prison reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us openly, uncondemned Romans, and have thrown us into prison, and now do they put us out secretly? No, indeed. Let them come themselves and get us out. And the officers told these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. Then they came and pleaded with them and brought them out, and asked them to depart from the city. So they So they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia, and when they had seen the brethren, they encouraged them and departed. Thank you for joining me on day 192 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 193.